Hello, everyone out there. This is the Resolve Healthcare Podcast with me, your host, Israel Bautista. Today's podcast, 2023 update, five billing regulation updates hospital-based specialties should know, was written by Richard Kleehammer. A variety of regulatory changes impact hospital-based billing in 2023. Some are welcome and others are challenging. In an already difficult financial environment, as any hospital leader knows, a variety of regulatory changes impact hospital-based billing in 2023. Some are welcome and others are challenging. In an already difficult financial environment, as any hospital leader knows, 2022 was a tough financial year. According to the American Hospital Association, AHA, more than 50% of hospitals were projected to end 2022 with negative margins. That is due, in large part, to rising costs and declining reimbursement. McKinsey found labor costs per adjusted hospital discharge grew by 25% between 2019 and 2022, and clinical labor costs are expected to grow 6-10% to over Medicare changes over the next two years, about 3-7 to percentage points above the prevailing rate of inflation. Meanwhile, the rise in high-deductible health plans, Medicare changes, the No Surprises Act, a reduction in out-of-network reimbursement, and a rise in denials drive an overall declining reimbursement trend. These factors make it more crucial than ever for hospitals to dial in revenue cycle management processes to ensure financial vitality. One way to do so is to ensure regulatory compliance and to be aware of the latest changes impacting revenue cycle. In this podcast, we share the top five regulatory changes impacting hospital-based billing to be aware of this year. Number one, Medicare fee schedule changes. As of January 1st, 2023, Clinicians saw a decrease to the conversion factor from $34,662 to $33,607 per the 2023 Medicare Physician Fee Schedule. Originally, physicians were up against a 4.5% reduction to the Medicare Physician Fee Schedule payments in 2023. Healthcare industry groups worked together to ask Congress to stop the cuts, considering the ongoing financial challenges providers face because of the pandemic. Their goal was to avert about half of the expected reductions to Medicare reimbursement for physician services over the next two years. As a result, Congress's year-end spending package lowered the 4.5% reduction to a 2% cut in 2023 and a 3.5% cut in 2024. This 2% cut follows two decades of flat payment rates. Though this is a short-term win, In the long term, further reductions in the conversion factor have the potential to lower practice bottom lines and reduce healthcare access for older Americans. Due to the decreased reimbursements, some practices may be forced to stop taking new Medicare patients. In addition to the fee schedule changes, physicians also face two reductions in the Medicare Access Chip Reauthorization Act program, the end of a 5% value-based incentive payment for participating in advanced alternative payment models, and the elimination of the exceptional performance bonus for merit-based incentive payment systems. In the past, many hospitals have been reluctant to participate in such alternative models when they judge the downside risk too great. Some are uncertain how the loss of these incentives will impact participation in the programs. 
Number two, delayed split shared visit policy rules. Another impactful regulatory change in hospital-based billing is the delay in implementation of the proposed CMS split or shared visit policy finalized in 2022 until 2024. More than 20 physician organizations wrote to CMS in March 2022 requesting the delay, citing concerns that the rule would negatively impact collaborative care, delivery models, and patient experience. This push successfully convinced CMS to delay the rule change until 2024. In 2022, visits shared by an advanced practice provider and a physician could be billed under the National Provider Identifier, or NPI, of the physician or the non-physician practitioner, NPP, who either, one, documented the support for the history, exam, or medical decision-making for the visit, or two, provided more than 50% of the service time. In 2024, the proposed CMS split or shared rule requires split shared visits must be billed under the NPI of the individual who provides more than 50% of total visit time. This is especially impactful as more states grant nurse practitioners full practice authority and growing evidence that advanced practice providers functioning in the hospital setting improve care outcomes, quality, and readmissions. Under the new rule, for example, if a non-physician practitioner and a physician both care for a patient, both care for a patient, and the physician assistant spends substantive portion of time caring for the patient, the visit would be billed under the non-physician practitioner's NPI, which means the practice would receive only 85% of the physician fee schedule rate. This change will significantly impact Medicare reimbursement for hospitals that use non-physician practitioners. However, until the rule takes effect in 2024, it is important to note that hospitals offering evaluation and management visits jointly furnished by a physician and a non-physician practitioner in the same group practice and facility setting can be billed under the physician's NPI if the physician performs some portion of the EM visit. Three. New Documentation Guidelines Across Care Settings 2021's landmark reforms for documentation of evaluation and management services performed in outpatient and office settings officially carried over across all healthcare settings as of January 1, 2023. The new American Medical Association Guidelines reduce administrative burdens by revising, consolidating, and deleting unnecessarily complicated documentation guidelines. The reforms were intended to, one, make documentation simple, practical, and clinically relevant. Two, decrease the need for audits and fear of audits. And three, decrease unnecessary documentation related to coding and not related to clinical care. The changes empower healthcare providers to select a level of service based on the complexity of medical decision making or where time is a component of the evaluation and management code. Total time spent on the day of services, including work completed when the patient wasn't present. Reduction in administrative complexity may benefit hospitals by reducing workforce burnout and expanding provider capacity to focus on patient care. However, documentation documentation of the medical decision-making component presents its own set of challenges. 
contributing to some lower evaluation and management assignments. It will likely take clinicians some time to master the new guidelines, and your RCM partner may be able to help with analysis and provider education. In addition, slight differences between the American Medical Association and CMS versions for some items could complicate the use of the new guidelines. Number four, amendment to the new Surprises Act, independent dispute resolution fee guidance. Since the well-intentioned Federal No Surprises Act took effect in January 2022, it has presented many surprises to clinicians. One of the particularly tedious impacts has been the independent dispute resolution or IDR process. Through this process, groups must dedicate resources to negotiate rates when an out-of-network rate is not set and the payer and provider have not previously agreed on a rate. Some regulations related to IDR are different on a state-by-state basis. This process has been costly challenging to operationalize, and has eliminated provider group negotiation leverage with payers. In December 2022, CMS amended its 2023 fee guidance for the Federal Independent Dispute Resolution process, raising administrative fees for each party participating to $350 per party and updated entity fees. This change makes, in some cases, an already difficult and costly process, prohibitively expensive to pursue. Add to that, under the No Surprises Act, many groups see as many as 60% of disputed claims thrown out as ineligible due to technical errors, significantly reducing reimbursement in an already challenging time. In addition, the IDR process has been impacted by a second court decision held on February 6, 2023, requiring CMS to revise its guidance to IDR entities to comply with congressional intent. The IDR process is a long way from being settled and efficient. Number five, time extension of good faith estimate requirements. Another change impacting hospital-based billing in 2023 is the Department of Health and Human Services, or HHS, extension of enforcement discretion for the delivery of some components of the good faith estimate under the No Surprises Act. Originally, CMS planned to enforce in 2023 the requirement that the original provider's GFE include all services and costs from other clinicians and facilities reasonably expected to provide services related to the original clinician's service or services. This represents a significant burden to practices and hospitals in terms of coordination and tight timelines. Now, HHS will hold off on enforcement until further rulemaking. HHS's goals in extending enforcement discretion is to 1. Promote further interoperability across the healthcare industry. 2. Encourage providers, facilities, and other industry members to focus resources towards adopting interoperable processes for exchanging information. With the extension, practices already drowning in administrative burden we'll have the time to build infrastructure and processes to provide good faith estimates. The No Surprises Act good faith estimate rule required that providers provide good faith estimates to patients within three days after an individual requests a price estimate or after the service is scheduled, in some cases within one business day. That presented both administrative and data exchange challenges. 
This extension is welcome as a 2022 WEDI survey found that 92% of providers thought that it would be at least difficult, if not very difficult, to collect good faith estimate information from co-providers and or co-facilities for specific medical service. Many hospitals have begun providing good faith estimates on request. However, many other hospitals and practices are unaware of the broad requirements associated with the good faith estimates and patient notification. This is another way that your RCM partner can provide some background and guidance on the changing requirements of those regulations to ensure that your practice remains compliant with the changing requirements. Today's podcast, 2023 Update, 5 Billing Regulation Updates Hospital-Based Specialties Should Know, was written by Richard Kleehammer. Richard Kleehammer, CHBME. Richard Kleehammer currently serves as Director of Operations and Provider Advocacy for Resolve Healthcare. Educated as a teacher and scientist, Richard has directed healthcare RCM operations since 2004. His experience includes leading medical coding teams, providing consulting and analytical services, and leading practice and account management services. Richard is a certified healthcare business management executive through HBMA and is the current chair of the Healthcare Business Management Association Government Relations Committee. In addition, Richard is a subject matter expert in CMS quality initiatives and the evolving No Surprises Act. From Resolve Healthcare, we hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. To be notified of all our latest podcasts and blogs, make sure you hit that like, follow, and subscribe button. Again, this is your host, Israel Bautista, and from Resolve Healthcare, have a great and powerful day.